Hi, this is Linda, and this is today's podcast of What Does Life Expect From You? And this is, this is Sunday morning, and I love Sundays. It's a great day of rest and contemplation of the upcoming week and things that you have done in the past week and that you are proud of and that, that you can do better next week. But life expects you to take care of you, of self, to know that you will die of old age or die healthy, as they say. That is my goal. You may say, I do not like doctors and their medicine, but you are wrong because I have a wonderful doctor. And when I had both my hips replaced, I had a wonderful orthopedic surgeon who is the tops in Austin. And when an RN recommends any doctor for any kind of health issue, I listen and take heed because those RNs are there at the hospital observing and watching with keen eyes and knowledge those doctors. So when I go to any doctor, I know their history and I love my doctors because I know they are doctors who care about their profession and their customers or clients or patients. Today, I'm going to talk about lectins, the diet connection. This is from Dr. Dia Damo's website and from Eat Right for Your Type by Dr. Peter Diadamo and Catherine Whitney because it's important you know how it interacts with your blood type. A chemical reaction occurs between your blood and the foods you eat. This reaction is part of your genetic inheritance. It is amazing but true that today, in the 21st century, your immune and digestive systems still maintain favoritism from foods that your blood type ancestors ate. We know this because of a factor called lectins, L-E-C-T-I-N-S. Lectins are abundant and diverse proteins found in foods having agglutinating properties, A-G-G-L-U-T-I-N-A-T-I-N-G properties that affect your blood and the lining of your digestive tract. Lectins are a powerful way for organisms in nature to attach themselves to other organisms in nature. Lots of germs and even our own immune systems use this superglue to their benefit. For example, cells in our liver bile duct have lectins on their surfaces to help snatch up bacteria and parasites. Bacteria and other microbes have lectins on their surfaces as well, which work rather like suction cups so that they can attach to the slipper mucosal linings of the body, M-U-C-O-S-A-L. Often, the lectins used by viruses or bacteria can be blood type specific, making them a stickier pest for people of that blood type. So, too, with the lectins in food, 
Simply, when you eat a food containing protein lectins that are incompatible with your blood type antigen, the lectins target an organ or bodily system, like the kidney, liver, the gut, the stomach, and so on, and can begin to interact with the tissues in that area. Here is an example of how a lectin agglutinates in your body. Let's say a, per, a person with a type A blood eats a plate of lima beans. The lima beans are digested in the stomach through the process of, of acid hydrolysis. However, the lectin protein is resistant to acid hydrolysis. It does not get digested, but it stays intact. It may enter directly with the lining of the stomach or intestinal tract, or it may get absorbed into your blood stream along with the digested lima bean nutrients. Different lectins target different organs and body stems. Once the intact lectin protein settles someplace in your body, it literally has a magnetic effect on the cells of that region. It clumps the cells together and they are targeted for destruction, as if they too were foreign invaders. The clumping can cause irritable bowel syndrome in the intestines or cirrhosis in the liver or block the flow of blood through the kidneys, to name just a few of the effects. Lectins can also fake fat. A lectin can also act as a fake hormones, latching onto the receptor for a hormone and either blocking the normal action of the hormone, and this is called an antagonist, or revving up the hormone receptor nonstop. Fortunately, most lectins found in the diets are not life-threatening, although they can cause a variety of other problems, especially if they are specific to a particular blood type. For the most part, our immune system protects us from lectins. 95% of the lectins we absorb from our typical diets are sloughed off by the body. But at least 5% of the lectins that we eat are filtered into the bloodstream where they react with and destroy the red and white blood cells. The actions of lectins in the digestive tract can be even more powerful. There, they often create a violent inflammation of the sensitive mucus of the intestines, and this agglutinative action may mimic food allergies. Even a minute quantity of a lectin is capable of agglutinating a huge number of cells if the particular blood type is reactive. Here are some signs that you may experience from lectins in your diet. Bloating, changes in bowel habits, achy joints and muscles, hormonal fluctuation, skin eruptions, fatigue, and tiredness. So my advice is to know your blood type and get the 
information from Dr. Diodamos and his books and websites. And also Dr. Lamb has a great food chart for your blood type. I mean, there are only certain fruits I can eat that go with my blood type O. I eat a lot of prunes and I can eat blackberries and raspberries and blueberries. But all the other fruits do not go with my blood type because of the lectin in the other fruits. So you need to know your blood type. And so you need to, and you need to look at the food charts at Dr. Diamato's website and Dr. Lamb's. They both are very good. Now we are moving on to Myers-Briggs Personality Type Inventory. The, the following is from the myersbriggs.org. And the following is from under the dropdown of trusting MBTI information on the web. And this is so build your, expand your box that we all live in. And what you want to do is expand your information, your skills, your, your learning, your development in life so that the more you know, the more you understand how important it is to take care of self and your family and friends. One of the principal goals in creating the Myers-Briggs Foundation website is to give Internet users a convenient guide to the accurate and ethical correct information and services about psychological type and the use of and application of the MBTI, which is the Myers-Briggs Inventory Personality Type. Here is a checklist of the helpful tips for choosing a website that will provide you with current, accurate, and ethical information about the MBTI instrument. You may also want to refer to information about how the MBTI instrument is different from other personality questionnaires. The MBTI tool should be referred to as an instrument rather than a test or psychological assessment. Following ethical guides for use of the instrument, your MBTI results should be given to you as a part of a one-on-one -on -one or group interactive feedback session that includes an explanation of type and verification of your preferences through your choice of best fit type. And again, I stress you need to read the Myers-Briggs book. The MBTI instrument has gone through rigorous reliability and validity studies, and so the questions that you answer have been well-researched and validated. Some websites use other questions and inaccurately claim that the results are based on the MBTI instruments. So you need to be aware, always be aware, that you use the MBTI and the Myers and Briggs books. For an additional checklist that will help you choose a bona fide provider of the MBTI instruments, please go to the website or better buy the book and read it over and over and have it, have it in your library. It's a great book for your library. Their website is full of information for you, your family and friends, so that they know about themselves, so that their journey in life is better planned when one knows self better. Okay, we're going to move on to birthdays. 
If you were born on July 15th, you are affected by the moon, which can determine what kind of day or life a Cancer Zodiac sign person will have. Remember, it's when you're coming down the birthing channel and the vibrations at that minute that you were born that your characteristics are grounded at that moment. You have the ability to be happy if you would would let go of the past. There may be something in your past that seems to stay with you. It is better to, I'm telling you this, that it is better to forgive and let go and let God in every instance from everything because it it helps you in your growth, in your development, in your long term, in your aging healthy. Although you spend much time thinking about it, you have not learned that it truly affects you, your friends and family. It could very well affect your children. You have to let go of these things as best you can. Nobody can do it for you. You have to let it go. Journal it, write it down, throw it away, put it in a drawer, but let go and forgive. You love your family gatherings and want to have a close relationship with your family. You are a good person with a charismatic personality. If you are a woman born on July 15th, chances are you are headstrong, possible, possibly unrealistic, and you are prone to strong family connections and will more than likely work to achieve a comfortable lifestyle for you and your family. Achieving personal success is paramount, but the ultimate focus is on the future. Since you are normally a self-reliant person, you have loads of determination and you set goals as your creative mind allows you to come up with some rousing ideas. You will make an excellent customer service manager or any profession that will allow you to use your people's skills. Moving on to detoxing your dirty lungs with these natural steps, and this comes from naturalnews.com with Mike. Quit smoking. Do breathing exercises. Stay hydrated. Not just water, but lemons, ginger, or peppermint are known to cleanse the respiratory systems. I do make um, a lemon uh, ginger tea from the ginger root that I can buy at most grocery stores. It's it's fresh, and I cut it up, and I make a tea, and you can keep it a couple weeks in a mason jar, and it's very good. It's kind of tangy, but it's very good, and you could add some peppermint or lemons to it, and so there you would have a great cleansing, cleansing right there in a jar. Eat antioxidant food, rich foods, antioxidant-rich foods. Herbs may also do the trick and load up on potassium. I've always tried to take a lot of potassium and I've drank Bragg's apple cider juice for years. Now I am taking some potassium supplements. Cut back on mucus-producing foods such as dairy, meat, and soy and wheat. And those are known to trigger mucus buildup in the lungs. Hot, hot showers are, are very good for cleansing the lung. 
and stop using lung irritant like fresheners for your house, furniture and floor polish, those aerosols. I cannot believe how people use those cleansing aerosols to clean their desk, their computers, and they're so clean and that leaches into your body. And chlorine bleach irritates the lung, lungs also. Now I'm going to tell you about three people in the past hundred years that have tried to make a difference in the world, in their own world. They were all military-type men, but they were good people. And they, these three men all were trying to do good things in their chosen profession profession and they and they tried but they at the end of their walks here in their profession they realized they had been working for a bigger picture that they could not see for those years that they were working number one is a from a book about t.e lawrence lawrence of arabia by john mack uh, it's called A Prince of Our Disorder. It's a wonderful book. It tells about the Middle East. You would enjoy it, I believe, if you if you want to hear how all that happened in the 1910s, 20s. Uh, he, uh, John Mack received a Pulitzer Prize for his biography on Lawrence of Arabia for this book, and it is an excellent book, which I have in my library and have read several times. You do know him as Lawrence of Arabia, who at the end, he was working for people who never wanted the nomads to be free in Saudi Arabia like he did. The next one is Lieutenant General Smedley Butler, a Marine before the last world war, before the first world war, who loved the Marines and was a cheerleader for him. And at the end realized he was working for the natural multinational companies and was very he looked very depressed in in a picture I saw but he was a good man and he loved and America and the freedom and then we're moving on to Lieutenant General Romeo Dallaire he was force commander of UN mission to Rwanda in 1993 and 1994 I believe in the end after I've read this book, and you you read at the end, you kind of have to read in between the lines here on all these people. He went home to Canada and had a nervous breakdown because of what he, invert- he in- inadvertently became a part of. Read these these about these three fine and good men who thought they were working towards fine things for people, only to realize they had no idea who the ghost was behind them. This is a small podcast, but a mighty podcast with information you cannot get in one place anywhere else. Listen carefully, and you may hear the future coming down the tracks. Thank you, and we will talk to you next week on our next podcast. Learn, develop, and love, and forgive. Thank you.